got a lot of balls back there on the stairs. Excited about recording our fifth installment of Coasting By? Hell yes! Woo-hoo. Number five. five. That's got to be some kind of. That's like an anniversary, right? Kind of, except that our subscribers are now dropping. <laughs> are they really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I don't really care. We had someone in a in somewhere in Asia though. Yes, we're Did huge. Did you notice that? We're huge I know. in Asia. <laughs> So. We're gonna we're gonna tour in Japan. We're big in Japan. <laughs> what if we went on a tour in Japan? I would love to record with you in Japan and then have two very similar looking translators oh who are Japanese sitting next to us as well, and then everything we say, we just hear them repeat in oh my Japanese. God. I wish I had a translator with me at all times. That would be, that would be awesome. so awesome. <laughs> like, oh, I'm going into the store where they only speak Spanish. Fortunately, I have my interpreter with me. You know, and in our two cities, it is almost necessary to be able to do something like that. Mm -hmm. To want to go anywhere. I have on Ventura, where I live, Mm -hmm. things are written on the street signs, and, like, a lot of restaurants are written in uh, Hebrew. Really? Or, yeah. That's interesting. At least I think it's Hebrew. That's, that's... I don't really know. Where I work, a lot of stuff is written in Hebrew. In the neighborhood where I work. And then there's another neighborhood, sort of near where I live, mm-hmm. where everything is written in uh, Polish. Really? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that'd be a fun neighborhood. Yeah. I'd love to go to a museum like that. Like Old Milwaukee and the Oh, Milwaukee I museum. love, I love that, Streets of Old Milwaukee. That, I would, I could, I could stay there for hours. Oh, that was my just, favorite. Yeah. God, I love Streets of Old Milwaukee. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Anyone, if you're visiting in Milwaukee, go to the Milwaukee Museum, and there's the and old streets in Milwaukee. There's the candy so store cool. with the that stick candy. Uh huh. Oh yes, so sweet. Yeah, I love that place. So Milwaukee's cool, um, <laughs> but sometimes things happen here in New York that, mm-hmm. that couldn't happen in Milwaukee. <laughs> For instance, yeah, subway-related happenings. Ooh, Milwaukee does not have I'll a tell. subway. Okay, so. Where I work, we had mm-hmm. we had a couple temps come in, which was uh-huh. really weird because I started there as a temp, and now I'm, like, supervising some temps, <laughs> even though I was a temp there, like, a month and a half ago. It's <laughs> very surreal. There were three guys, and two of them were, like, my guys, and the other guy was working for my, my boss. Mm-hmm. Um, she was, like, directing him on a project. And they were all, like, really super smart, good guys, picked stuff up right away. They were awesome. The guy that was working for my boss, Melanie, came in on Wednesday, and then on Thursday, he didn't show up. Mm-hmm. And Melanie was like, oh, I, I wonder what happened. He seemed, like, really on top of it. He was, like, a smart guy. Like, it, it didn't seem like he was the kind of person who would just, like, flake out. 
So it turns out what happened to him was he went to get on the subway Mm -hmm. and he swiped his Metro card and it had money on it, but it like didn't work. Like it took the card and like didn't open. And so he jumped the turnstile (gasps) and he Uh got arrested. Oh no, that really happened? (laughs) Yeah. So they like arrested him. He was like in jail. So that's why he couldn't come into work. That is awesome. And I was like, oh, this poor guy, because he, like, he's, like, this totally clean-cut guy. Mm-hmm. If you saw him on the subway, you wouldn't be like, he is a sketchy person who's trying to rob the subway of its money. Mm-hmm. But, like, I've never known anybody that that's happened to. And then the worst part is they released him from jail, and apparently, like, because everything's digital with the Metro cards, they can, like, trace the number of his card to the machine so that he can get cleared of the charges or whatever. So it's, like, not a big deal at all um, to figure out whether he actually paid or not. But the temp service, like, won't send him out on jobs until he's, like, totally clear and their legal department has to go over it. So they, like, can't send him back to work for us. Are you serious? So the poor guy, like, A, got arrested for, like, really no reason, and B, now can't work because he's got this, like, stupid thing on his record. And I was like, oh, that sucks. And he has my boss's flash drive. So he was in jail with her flash drive. (laughs) Oh, that is so sad. So, yeah. Poor guy. Good luck. Good luck, Charlie Brown, (laughs) wherever you are. (laughs) Yeah, anyway, so that's my, my New York public transportation tale of the week. That's amazing. Now I will never, ever jump at the turnstile. Yeah, because... Not that I could ever actually make it over one in the first place, but if I I could... It would be a lot easier to go under one of those than to go over. Yeah. I don't think jumping the turnstile necessarily means physically jumping. But if you're crawling underneath the turnstile, chances are you are more than likely going to get caught sooner. (laughs) Then if you were to jump and just kind of, like, walk away, if you're crawling, you've got to, like, get down, <laughs> then get up. They're probably, I mean, they're probably... And I would not want to touch that floor. Three feet high? Four, I don't know. Four feet? Because they, they go up to my waist. Yeah, but then those, um, the bars go down when they're turning. So, you, you know, I think they go down to, like, your knees. Okay? Yeah, but they're, like, in the side of the turnstile. I don't know. Anyway, you, you were, you I were go probably there yesterday. Every, every I was day. there six months ago. <laughs> no, you, you could you probably you could you could like squat down and walk through. Or if you were a little person, you might just be able to walk under. That would be awesome. I wonder if people do that. I'll bet you they do. I have a friend who's a little person. Well, she's not like legally a little person. She's not. She's just short. <laughs> and um, she's she can't get a scholarship or anything <laughs> yeah, for being no. a little. No, no, there's no medical reason that she's short. She's just short. <laughs> just genetics. But um, she's, yeah, she works at, at Soupy's, and she's very pretty, mm-hmm. and she's really toned and just, like, you know, kind of buff for a, a little girl. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, she's got to be close to, like, 28. I don't know why I'm calling her a little girl. <laughs> um, but she uh, she just got the part of uh, Peter Pan at Disneyland. That's cool. Yeah. So that's where being a little person would be good in New York and L.A., that's very cool. Yeah. Did she get to fly? Yeah. <gasps> That's so yeah, fun. I know. I, that was the first question I asked her. I was like, do you get to fly? And she said she does. But the crappy thing is, I don't know why they do this, but Disneyland, the rehearsals are like three days a week, and they are from midnight to like four in the morning. What? 
Yeah. All this, her rehearsals happen at night like that. I wonder if it's like an availability thing. It's, or, yeah, like, yeah, they like don't people want to do in shows. The day right. Or they've got to be able to use the, the, the space. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So weird. That's really it, weird. Yeah. But I'm really happy for her. But at the same time, it's kind of sad because if she can get a gig like that and is still working at Soupy's, <laughs> like, <laughs> it just does not bode well. Yeah. No, but, so yeah, that's cool. Yay, short people. Yay. Last week we talked about short people. Oh, yeah. Because Cal Penn was short. So we've pretty much determined that being tall is sucky. <laughs> being short is cool. Except if you're on America's Next Top Model. Then it's mm. okay. Yeah. But everywhere I turn, it's all dark and cold. Small town, small hearts, small everything. But what can the lights of a big city bring? So the bus, unlike the subway, you have to pay, you know, right when you get on. Mm -hmm. And there's a front door and a back door. And theoretically, everyone should be getting on the front door because that's where the pay thing is. But sometimes the bus gets really, really full and people will get on the back door. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure, like, how kosher it is to do that, but people do it and th- with the intention of, like, paying when they get off. I think some people do. I mean, uh, there are plenty of people that get on without any intention of paying, but, like, <laughs> there are some people that just get on because they can't get on the front of the bus, and the bus driver, uh-huh. like, knows because he's got a huge mirror to see the back of the bus. Right. Um, so I was sitting on the bus, and it was, like, crazy, crazy crowded, and this bus driver was particularly strict about boarding the bus from the back door. And he had been making the stop announcements like, next, up next, Tompkins and whatever street, over the loudspeaker. Mm-hmm. And so we stop at a stop and a bunch of people get on and this dude gets on the back door and like starts one of those buses with the stairs like sort of near the back. So the back seats are like higher than the front seats. And so he gets on the bus and he goes up the stairs and the bus driver notices him and he gets on the announcement thing and he goes, you got a lot of balls back there on the stairs. (laughs) The guy on the stairs is like, I'm going to pay you when I get off. And the bus driver's like, you better. (laughs) Like the whole bus. It's just like. What? That just you happened. You got a lot of balls. You on got the a lot stairs. of balls up there on the stairs, <laughs> sir. Like, and it was just this like very, very dry. Like he wasn't yelling. He didn't yell at him. But it was definitely a reprimand. But it was very like <laughs> low key. Just like, hey there, you trying to ballsy. get on my bus, ballsy? <laughs> That's awesome. Come back here. And swipe your metro card. <laughs> I got somewhere for you to swipe it. Anyway, so uh, that amused me. Did you see him pay? Did he pay? I got off before he did. So. Everyone's a winner in this town. Come on in and shake it loose and spread the love. I met um, a disturbingly ballsy person the other day. Disturbingly ballsy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I was I was at work and I had to go to the bar um, 
I would get some change and I was like we're all really kind of flirtatious at work you know just like making stupid jokes yeah, and yeah. you know so I'm joking around with the bartender and um I walk past him after he gives me my change and you know I'm kind of laughing as I walk away and this guy at the bar stops me he's got to be like late 60s okay um, and <laughs> he's like excuse me and I was like yes he goes are you uh approachable <laughs> I'm like, excuse me, am, am I what? He goes, are you uh, approachable, you know? And I was like, no, I, I, I don't, I, what do you mean? What does that mean? And he's like, you know, are you approachable? Are you open to, uh, you know, uh, friendship? And he, like, puts his arms out, like, Ooh. or are you, uh, you know, uh, tough? Are you uh, tough? And I, I look at him and go, uh, I don't know. I'm pretty tough. And then I walk away. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best response I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> he was so creepy. And then he must be kind of a regular because the he talked to a couple other hostess and waitresses. Oh, okay. And I just, yeah, creepy. Hello? Yeah. Oh, creepy guy. <laughs> That's really weird. Yeah. And it sounds like, it, it sounds like he was trying to, like, imply that you were a hooker to me. Right. Like, are you open <laughs> yeah. to friendship? I know we were joking about that uh, in the back. I was like, I should have just asked him for some money. <laughs> I'm, I'm approachable for 50 bucks. <laughs> Got it? <laughs> yeah. But uh, it was a nice break because I was uh, waitressing a group of eight 13-year-old boys with no supervision. Oh, man. So I was actually kind of happy to take a break from that for a second. <laughs> yeah, these kids were awful. They actually, they were like little little Mac daddies. One kid was like, I was like, hey kids, what do, you know, what do you want to drink? And one kid looks at me and goes, can I drink you? Ew! And he's yeah. 13. He's 13. Like, kid still has backpack on the entire time they're sitting there. <laughs> and uh, hey, later... He's had his bar mitzvah. He's a man. That's true. He is a man. I think they all thought they were men. <laughs> and uh, at the end, I was like, oh, you guys want some dessert? And he's like, I'll have you for dessert. And I look at him and I go, okay. And he never said another word again. <laughs> I'm pretty sure oh, he almost pissed his pants. That's kind of cute. Yeah, it's kind of cute until they left me a 5% tip. <laughs> like, uh, they, so, they didn't know. But yeah, they just didn't know. Fucking you know, and I remember when I was that age, I didn't think about that. It was all about just covering your part right, of the tab. Right, right. You know, and then you all leave as a group. And yeah. that's exactly what happened. But, man, <laughs> penny-pinching 13-year-old dicks. Oh, 13-year-old <laughs> Mac baddies. Yeah, they were, they were pretty funny. You'll be the loneliest boy toilet. What do you do, what you do to be the loneliest boy in Toyland, Toyland? Do I have a Craigslist? I do. Awesome! <laughs> I actually found one, and it's, it's not so in much interesting as it is disturbing. Ooh, um, yeah, it's called Summer Vacation. M four W fifty. Uh oh, fifty. Yeah. Should I do it in my creepy old man voice? Yes. I will. Remember that summer you spent with your parents in Hawaii and how mad you were that they made you go? 
and how you were hopelessly bored until you saw that most gorgeous man you'd ever encountered strolling down the beach looking at you, skillfully removing your skimpy bikini with his piercing eyes. Mm. <laughs> and how you spent the last month imagining him taking you in every possible way, masturbating feverishly day and night, wishing he would reappear, but he never did, because you were 15 and he would go to jail. That was me, and you just turned 18. Yeah. <laughs> That's so gross. <laughs> yeah, that, and that guy. Mm. You should respond to it. I should, you know what I should do? I should, I should call Dateline. Oh, yeah! And, ha and have Chris them catch, catch a predator. Well, LOL! Well, do you want me to wear my bikini? <laughs> <laughs> do you have a um, list? I have, I have one that is, it's sort of the same vibe. It's a, a creepy, creepy one. Mm. Um, it's not exactly the same, but I'll just, I'll read it. I'll try to read it in a creepy voice. But you're going to win. That anyway. creep, no, I think you're going to win this week. Because <laughs> um, it's not that it's not that creepy at all. But it's creepy. Okay, it's entitled <laughs> Subway Adventure. Yes, okay. that kind of adventure. <laughs> M for W, 27, Upper East Side. Let's see what happens. I am looking for a lady with a special kind of vibe to her. I am looking for a chick down for a subway-crowded, extra-touchy-feely kind of thing. You just respond back to let me know a description, like if you were wearing a flower in your hair that day when we meet. We will leave it at that. I will not follow you home at all. I am just down for whatever. I am a 27-year-old male, 6 foot, somewhat slim, dark hair, dark brown eyes. Hit me back for a nice rub down. <gasps> oh, that was an excellent interpretation with the voice, by the way. <laughs> like, it sounded like the... That's so weird. That your voice sounded like the crooked man on the crooked lane. <laughs> that was a crooked man <laughs> in a dark, dark house. There's a dark, dark, dark room. Oh, that people get off the internet. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure you won though cuz this guy was very mine was very sort of vague. You, you know what he was talking about? But yours was Right. Yours was all up in there. Yeah, all up in that 15-year-old's <laughs> masturbating business. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, that creepy. Took it, that took it to a new level. Yeah. Well, and you have to, like, I, I picture this Hawaii vacation and wonder if they, like, talked or if this is really just all in his head. Right. I think the latter is probably correct. Yeah. Oh, it would be so trippy if I emailed him back. I think I'm gonna. <laughs> For podcast sake, I will I will respond to that. <laughs> Wait. <clears throat> Did you like that? Ooh, that was good. That was like that was like an eight point five. Yeah, that was pretty. <laughs> Are you measuring my burp? Yes. 
to any movies or anything? Yeah, actually, yesterday, my friend Emily and I, we wanted to go see The Namesake with Cal Ooh, Penn. right, with Cal Penn. But, unfortunately, he was, was Indian. He is indeed Indian, <laughs> and his new movie features his Indianness in great quantities, <laughs> and mm-hmm. it was sold out. Um, not Ooh. very surprisingly, because it's actually not playing in that many places. So we were like, okay, well, what are we going to do? And there's another sort of, like, indie-ish movie theater that's close to the one we were at. And we were kind of hoping we could see Pan's Labyrinth, Mm. um, because neither of us had seen that. But it had already started 20 minutes ago. Yeah. So the only thing that was playing within a half an hour was something called The Host. And I I didn't even know what it was. I, uh-huh. I saw it on the marquee, and I was like, Emily, what's the host? And Emily knows a lot about movies. She's, like, a movie girl. Um, and she's like, oh, it's some, like, Korean horror film. And I'm like, okay. <gasps> I've heard of this. So so neither of us really knew a whole lot going in. But, I, I mean, I saw the poster when we were walking, and then it's this, like, sea creature, like, grasping a person. And so it's, like, water, and then there's, like, a pro. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll put it on the blog. Um, uh-huh. So, and it was, like, completely full. Like, the whole theater was full, which is the, my favorite way to see a movie. Because that's, like, the mm-hmm. whole... I think part of the whole purpose of going to, like, the movie theater to see a movie is you get to, like, experience it with all these other people who are excited about it. Unless you're in L.A. Movie watching in L.A. is horrible. Really? People don't care about the actual movie. Well, that's true, they, I guess. They talk over them, they're on their phones, they're text messaging. I've never been to a movie here in L.A. and had a pleasant experience. That sucks. But I know, but I know it does suck, but I know what you're talking about. Normally, it's really cool. Yeah. See, go, go, tell, yeah. Me, tell me about the host. Um, okay, so the host. So the premise of the movie, it starts, and it's like the greatest start, like, because you don't know when the scary shit is going to happen. So, like, Uh you're on the edge of your seat for, like, maybe where I was for, like, the first, you know, 15 minutes or something. Uh So it starts, and, like, there's this army base morgue, and you, like, don't know if something crazy is going to happen in the morgue. And then it, like, that scene happens, and then it cuts to this other scene with this, there's these two fishermen in the river. Uh-huh. And so it shows the fishermen, and the fishermen are fishing, and the one fisherman finds this, like, little creature, and he, like, scoops it up in a cup, and they're, like, looking at it. It's kind of a medium shot when they're doing that, and then it cuts to this really wide shot. Like, you can see them, and they're really small, and you can see, like, the whole riverbank. And so uh-huh. I was, like, primed for something crazy to happen, like a huge monster to come out of the river. Yeah. And it didn't happen then either. So I'm like, ah! Oh. So then... It cuts to, like, sort of the main story, and the, the story is, it's this family, and there's this, like, fucking river monster, who is, like, they have, this family owns this food cart next to the river, and uh-huh. the, the river monster comes out of the river and, like, steals um, the little girl. It's, like, a, a, a dad and his three adult children, and then his one son has a daughter who's, like, 12 or something. 
Uh-huh. Um, and so that's the family, and the little girl gets stolen by the river monster, and so the <laughs> whole thing is, like, them trying to, like, defeat the government and get her back, and, like, the weird thing about this movie is it, like, does not know what genre it wants to be. Really? Like, it starts, and it's, like, totally, like, classic monster movie shit, where this, uh-huh. this like, creature thing, which looks like a huge iguana is, like, chasing people, and, and, like, people are running, and people are getting trapped, and it's feeding people, and so that's how it starts, but then there's Mm -hmm. all these, like, really, like, sort of slapstick comedy things that happen. Hmm. For example, the the people that have been part of the attack from the river creature are in this, like, big gymnasium. They've been evacuated, and they're all in this big gym, and one of the military guys comes in and he's in one of those like disinfectant suit things and he just like trips for no reason and then stands back up like "Uh, uh, uh, mm, I'm fine and like (laughs) I laughed for like 30 seconds straight weird it was weird and then and then like all this really sad stuff started to happen like yeah like really sad and emotional stuff and then also, the sister of the family is an Olympic archer. Is that the word? Hmm? She, she's, like, an, in archery competitions, which, That's <laughs> I'll tell you now, comes into play later. <laughs> as though that would be a surprise. Nice. But it's, I, it's not something I ever would have, like, chosen to go see, but I thoroughly enjoyed myself. And it is a giant squid. It's supposed to be a squid? Well, on the IMDb, it says um, plot keywords, and it says police, army, water, bridge, squid. Oh, well, I mean... But that's probably just a generalization. Yeah, because it... You know? Well, it's like... It looks like an iguana, and it has, like, four lips, like this crazy, Mm. like, mouth, and then, like, a crazy tail, and it it swings on the bridge that Mm -hmm. it lives under, like by its tail and its arms like a monkey it's the special effects are really cool are they yeah sweet yeah so would you recommend it i i would recommend it to people who like action monster movies because it's not really a horror like i thought it was a horror movie but it's really more of a, a monster action movie with a little comedy and family drama thrown in because it doesn't really do it. I think I've hit the wall. You know, I've been here like six months, and I think I've just hit the exhaustion point. Yeah. I haven't been looking at any auditions because my headshots don't match me now. They don't work anyway. You know, I just got yeah. I've just been burnt out and this last week with um, you know, with waitressing, I've just been so exhausted that I don't want to do anything anyway. Right. So I've made a plan. I I am um, after work today going to Las Vegas. Sin City, yeah. I am. I'm gonna go for yeah. Yes. <laughs> Las Vegas. Uh, I'm gonna go for two days and uh, stay at a nice, cheap Best Western right off the Strip. 
Yeah, so, you know, it'll be nice. I will do a lot of free, cheap things. And um, then when I get back, I am going to get new headshots taken and get back in the swing of things. So. So what sorts of stuff is there to do for free in Vegas? Because it seems like the kind of town where you would have to, like, have some money. Yeah, well, I mean, I am going to do the slot machines. We are going to go Nickel to casinos. I'm totally going to try it. Um, and which is going to really suck because I'm going to have two days' worth of tips with <laughs> me. So I will have lots of cash. That's bad news, Bears. Yeah, that is bad. <laughs> I should not bring it all. But there's the, uh, well, we might go to the Hoover Dam. Oh, that's cool. Um, either on the way there or on the way back, yeah. And um, there is, the Bellagio has a, a water oh, show. Oh, like the fountain things? Yeah, where it goes that's to music cool. and stuff. Yeah. Other than that, nothing's free in Las Vegas. <laughs> and there is a white tiger music, a uh, white tiger exhibit. <laughs> like Siegfried and from, um, Siegfried. Well, it is Siegfried and Roy's <laughs> exhibit. Because it's, you know, they he got stroked. Ooh, Kelly, you should go to M&M's World. I will probably do that. My mom went there and she told me to go. She said it's really Ooh, cool. Ooh, Kelly, you should go to the volcano at the Mirage. The volcano? Yeah, every hour after dusk, the Mirage volcano explodes forth for crowds of curious strip onlookers. Totally. It's by the White Tiger Habitat. Ooh. Neon Museum. What the hell? What is the Neon Museum? Um, I'm going to click on more info and find out. Neon Museum Review. The face of Vegas has changed over the years as many old historic hotels have been imploded to make way for the new mega resorts of today. All the remains of many of those old properties is the neon signs that once adorned them. This sounds kind of cool, actually. It does sound kind of cool. Ooh, Aladdin's genie lamp installed in 1966 at the old aladdin hotel became part of the museum in 1997 so it's like all neon signs that That, sounds awesome i'll have to look that up and style and i are also going to visit a um wedding chapel and take a picture outside of it and then send (laughs) my parents a postcard that says surprise (laughs) and then on the back it'll say just kidding Uh, that's funny suck us i'm sure I'm sure no one ever. That's did never that. been done ever. <laughs> You're so original. Ever. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So that should uh, be nice and refreshing. And then when I get back, I'm gonna do it up. Rock that shit. Actor, actor stuff. In Las Vegas, Aunt Jemima yesterday because I wore <laughs> I wore um I wore my bandana but I wore it um upside down you know where you tie it at the top yeah and it makes my hair look cool because it you know I have these little sprouts coming out at the top right, and you can't right. really tell how short my hair I like the look and I'm gonna actually keep it because I kind of made some good tips I think the older people like the look and I think the younger people think it's you know creative and cute so <laughs> but I walked in and um one of our coworkers walked up to me and goes, mm, can I get some syrup, Aunt Jemima? And then called me Aunt Jemima for the rest of the day. <laughs> That's kind of so, funny. Yeah, it was kind of funny. Sounds cute, though. You should, yeah. t- you should take a picture of it. I already have. I'm, uh, I'm eating a fortune cookie. Ooh, what does it say? Oh, no. Hold on. <laughs> Luck will visit you on the next full moon. 
When's the next full moon? I don't know. But I hope it's tomorrow. It better be when I'm in it'll, Vegas. It'll visit you in <laughs> Vegas. Although I wonder if it means anything that I stole this puppy from my roommate. He's <laughs> Chinese food like every could, day. Could could yeah. do. Man, I took his luck. <laughs> Sucka. Um, full moon dates. Two thousand seven. March third. Well, <laughs> we are as far from the full moon as you can. Yeah, be, that's not surprising. <laughs> Considering my luck, this is this is an indication of my luck and my stupidity and my <laughs> life. Um, I must have been like thirteen <laughs> in my, my life, and um, we were. It must have been, it was like four in the morning, and it was a summer, and like the June bugs were everywhere. And I was, we stopped at the gas station, and I'd been asleep. I go to the bathroom, and my parents are buying snacks or whatever, and I'm so tired, and I just kind of like. I remember kind of closing my eyes and looking at my mom and leaning up against the right next to the counter. And before okay. I know it, I and an entire shelf of PB Max are on the floor. <laughs> I'd leaned against the PB Max shelves, like this new display, because they'd just come out. And they just went everywhere. And I looked at the, at the oh, clerk, God. and the clerk looks at me and just goes, It's fine. I'll take care of it. Oh. Like they were everywhere. So sad. That's, that's my life. <laughs> Max, huh? Those were so good. What's that? What is that? They were. I don't know why they don't have them anymore. It was um, it was a candy and it was chocolate and peanut butter and nuts. I love it was it was short lived. That's sad. Yeah, but they were good, and I <clears> ate them. <throat> Peanut butter. <laughs> it's, it might be my favorite. Food. And it's really good for you. I mean, apart from the sugar and the butter and the, <laughs> the all the all the fat and the yeah. sugar and the all the bad stuff, you know. Other, Other uh, than the bad stuff, it's good. I make my own um, the Reese's peanut butter cups, and I take my semi-sweet chocolate morsels, mm-hmm. and I open the peanut butter, and I put the chocolate chips in the little peanut butter cap, you know. And I take a spoon, and I dip it in the peanut butter, and I get a big mouthful, and then I just plop it in the cap, and I get chocolate chips all over the peanut butter, and then I eat it. Can I tell you a story? Yeah. I do the exact same thing. Are you serious? In the cap, because the cap's already off. Yeah, and it's, you know, don't put, you don't want to put it in your hand and get peanut butter all over nope. your hand. and you don't need to dirty a plate. Yeah, and you don't want to dip the peanut butter in the chocolate. Right in the bag. No, because then you get peanut butter in the bag. Yeah. <laughs> that is so funny. Exact wow. same thing. <laughs> oh, it's so good. That is so good. I think I'm going <laughs> to do that when I get off the phone. I got to go get some chocolate chips. I got to go. All right. Anyway, got to go. Right. Gotta go. All right. Yeah, got to go pack for Vegas. Vegas. All right, dude. Vegas. I'll talk to you later. Um, yep. I was waiting for you. Okay, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> All right, talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Coasting by. Coasting by is recorded in Brooklyn and Los Angeles. For more information, visit us on the web at coastingby.blogspot.com or email us at coastingby.gmail.com. Have a great week. Coasting.
need a beverage that's flavorful and carbonated, I always reach for my diet sunkiss. You can find it in your soda section. Delish. It'd be horrible. Real <laughs> shows. Wait, is it orange or lemon? Orange. Mm. I, yeah, I don't like. Think. I don't like lemon. I like that lemon. Do you? Yeah. Mm. I'm gonna have to burp in a second. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> awesome. It's pretty sweet. Oh, that was a little burp. That that was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that was better. Hello. I can't hear you, and I don't know what's happening.